Hello and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the Planet Waves horoscope, which resumes on Thursday, here with an update of StarCast for the 14th of February 2022. This is an update that will cover the full moon in the sign Leo, that's on Wednesday, and then the ingress of the sun into Pisces, that is on Friday. And a few other things. We are currently under a very, very unusual sky for a number of reasons that I will be uh, delineating and uh, focusing on in my other materials that come out this week. All right, so first of all, thank you for enduring a bit of air silence. I try to update this program twice a week. Uh, Last week was uh, quite the week from purgatory as one of our major groups of websites was hacked and taken down. Uh, That was all of the websites associated with the Planet Waves FM program. Uh, It took a lot of time, energy, thought, and, and expense and patience to restore everything, but we have put things behind a much higher uh, and more, um, hold on a second, That's, uh, if you can hear that, that's the EMS scanner, uh, behind uh, much higher level security on a better server. If you notice a longer load time on planetwaves.fm, uh, that is the security protocol, uh, which we'll figure out how to get that down to a, a shorter amount of time. All right, so let's jump right into the current astrology. Uh, At the time of this recording, the moon is in early Leo. Uh, Let's, let's see, ah, let's, let's leave the moon in in Leo for this discussion and, uh, and not talk about any other moon because the moon is in the sign uh, where it will be full. I know that technically this is seen as a Uh, classified as a new gibbous moon, but my definition of the full moon is when the moon is in the sign where it will be full, and that is going to be in Leo uh, in a little bit, uh, well, uh, about 36 hours from now. All right, so uh, the moon's in Leo, and the sun is in very late Pisces. It's a 26, sorry, very late Aquarius. It's currently at, uh, at 26 and change uh, degrees heading for full phase at 28 and change degrees. So the moon, the sun moves a degree a day. The moon moves about uh, a sign every two and a half days. Just write that down, and uh, it'll be easier to keep track of things just by looking, uh, you know, glancing at a chart. All right. So uh, in breaking news today, Mercury entered. Aquarius. Uh, the I haven't calculated this, and I don't feel like stopping. But the Mercury retrograde uh, has a second, well, a third phase called the shadow phase, the second shadow phase, which is the third stage of Mercury retrograde: opening shadow, retrograde, ending shadow, and that is not over yet. So we're still under the Mercury retrograde effect in many ways. However. The good news is that Mercury is out of Capricorn. It's in Aquarius. And slow uh, over the next few days, we'll be working out the very last few days of the shadow phase of uh, what was in reality a brutal Mercury retrograde. Uh, they are they seem to be just one crazier than the next these days. And there's, I think, two reasons for that. One reason is because there is so much concentrated 
mercurial equipment. I mean, the 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 amount of gear that I have on my desk, and I mean, I'm not even a video producer. I'm just an audio producer. But uh, I I bet there's like 15 microprocessors sitting on my desk. Whether we're talking about my EMS scanner or the interface or a whole bunch of them in, inside my computer or the, the one inside my EMF meter, uh, a new thing that I am studying, you, you know, trying to get a sense of what the, the EMF levels are and see uh, what happens as they power up the 5G system. So that's a suitably Mercury and Aquarius type of topic. Anyway, uh, this Mercury retrograde is basically almost over, a few more days of, uh, of Mercury moving through Aquarius. So Mercury is in Aquarius. It is a sign change of an inner planet. They are always significant. And uh, my caution around Mercury in, uh, in, in Aquarius is know when you don't know. I like to keep it fairly simple there. And that is to say, beware of false clarity, of, of, a, uh, of a false sense of knowing or substituting a belief for what should be in its place knowledge. Now, beliefs are easy, right? They're cheap. Uh, you know, you can write all the checks you want. doesn't matter how much you have in your checkbook. But to get to a point of knowledge takes time. It takes patience. It takes practice. It is difficult, and it is a, a challenge. And really, I think that the digital environment has made people lazy and uncurious, and I think also considerably less aspirational. We just want everything to work for us, right? We're not really thinking about how we're going to make everything work. We just want to tap on the phone and have the taco show up, right? I'm sure there's, you know, one click Uber Eats for your local taco shack, and you can just push one button, wait 20 minutes, and the tacos appear at your door. That sounds like an awful lot of fun. All right, so uh, that all said, let's get to the next stage of astrology, and I will um, see if I can keep my social commentary down to a dull roar. Okay, Mercury, uh, Venus, Mercury done with Venus and Mars. Well, that's the really interesting developing story right now. Venus and Mars are in a long conjunction. This has been going on for days, and recently uh, the, the two of them entered into the uh, partile orb of being in the same degree. So uh, not only are they in a close conjunction, but at the moment they are traveling in the same degree, and they are separated only by about 17 minutes of arc, about one quarter of a degree. So they are very close together. Um, at the moment, Mars is moving faster than Venus. And by the way, this is taking place in Capricorn, and it's taking place on the heels of the recent Venus retrograde in Capricorn. I know that the, uh, the, the, the news drops down the memory hole quite quickly. Uh, however, there was a Venus retrograde in Capricorn, seems like yesterday, started December 19th, had a peak uh, prior to that, on December 11th, had a second peak on December 25th. Those peaks were the conjunction of Venus to Pluto. That is a deep, dark, lusty, provocative, Capricorn-ish, goat-like, mischievous, uh, playful, soulful, but then also quite provocative set of conjunctions of Venus to Pluto. 
the the late great Al Morrison once summed it up in one word, spoken thusly. It's about lust. He said that to Debbie Kempton Smith, and she told me personally. So we've got this lusty thing brewing, and now Mars is added to the picture. So Venus uh, moving slowly, Mars moving more quickly because Venus has just been in retrograde. Mars is catching up to Venus quite rapidly uh, and is um, going to be in pursuit. And then what happens is uh, that the two of them catch up with Vesta. That is a planet that has sexual overtones in that the Vestal Virgins, who are, in a sense, products of uh, the, 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 the worship of Vesta, were celibate servants of the goddess. So not to be confused with sacred whores, they did not have sex, and they instead spent their lives, approximately 30 years or one Saturn cycle, tending the sacred flame at the gates of the city. That was their job. They can never let the flame go out. This has all kinds of symbolic dimensions, including tending the sacred, creative, and sexual flame within us. This is especially so with Venus and Mars approaching Vesta, and then all three of those points approaching a conjunction with Pluto that peaks in uh, in the in the very early days of March, around March second or third, I've mentioned this quite a few times in recent editions of Starcast. Uh, so, said another way, what is going to happen is that uh, I'm not sure what order it happens in, but it would seem to me that first Venus, then Mars, then Vesta all make conjunctions to Pluto. Venus and Mars continue in a conjunction, and then they perfect, as it's called, their conjunction in the first degree of Aquarius. This is quite exciting, strange, and unusual. There was a major conjunction in the first degree of Aquarius in December of 2020. I believe it was on 12-20-20, or the 21st, right at the solstice, when Jupiter made a conjunction to Saturn in the first degree of Aquarius. So that degree is still hot. It is still uh, all charged up with the energy of that in, in itself rather rare conjunction. Uh, but it is um, not as rare as the conjunction of Jupiter and, uh, and, and Neptune in Pisces that is coming up. We'll get to that, I don't know about today, but definitely next time. So the exciting and uh, provocative and challenging and soulful and lusty uh, peak that we are at is Venus, Mars, and Vesta all approaching Pluto. So this is going to happen, and it is going to be interesting, and it is, in a sense, really the last big fireworks display of Pluto in Capricorn. Now, the interesting thing about Pluto in Capricorn is that Pluto is now at the point of the return to the United States Pluto in what's called the Sibley chart, USA number one, the biggest, uh, the, the, the most popular uh, chart being used uh, to track the birthday of the United States, a wholly symbolic chart for the evening of July 4th, 1776, but it hardly matters because all of the United States charts, whatever time you use on July 4th, or whether you go back to 1775 for the colonies separating from the Bank of London, or you go to 1777 November for 
the Articles of Confederation, Pluto is in basically the same place. So the Pluto return is happening now. That is all the upheaval and tumult here in the New World. If you're wondering why this crisis is dragging on so long, in my view, a lot of it has to do with the United States Pluto return. It is certainly affecting the United States and American politics. It is it is uh, a crumbling of um, of of something of of some uh, element of our uh, na- national concept of uh, of our infrastructure and of of I think the, the the dependability of the United States of America as a safe haven for. Uh, for for freedom and for sanity, even if that only exists as an aspiration uh, or as a kind of a symbolic thing, it is rapidly going away. And I think that we are in a kind of a last stand uh, for freedom in the free world. I think it's fair to uh, say that many people are waking up to the fact that what has gone on the past two years had absolutely nothing to do with either a virus or with preventing the spread of a virus. These mitigation efforts have done absolutely nothing. Even if there is a virus, let's just assume the worst, there, there, there is a virus, there is a COVID syndrome and all of that. If that's true, based on the claim of the number of deaths and the number of positive tests, all of the mitigation measures have absolutely, completely, and utterly failed. That That's ridiculous all by itself. That should lead us to not believe anything that these people say and not to uh, take them on their word or, or to accept their authority because they're completely freaking incompetent. However, as you've uh, probably heard in my other program and uh, have read now you can read it many other places. No virus was ever found. No virus was ever isolated or sequenced or characterized. So what the heck is going on? And I think that whatever side of that issue that you are on, and I cover this issue a lot on Planet Waves FM, what people are waking up to is the fact that we have lived through a psyop, a psychological operation that has used the excuse of a virus to take away our freedom, our resources, our money, to drain people's bank accounts, to close small businesses. Well, there would appear to be a reckoning coming with Vesta, Venus, and Mars about to make conjunctions to Pluto. That is some huge awakening, some revelation, some... Uh, initiation process is very, very unusual astrology in a month where this is, well, out out until April, uh, where there are all kinds of highly unusual events coming up. For example, the conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune. Okay, let's take a look. Speaking of Pisces, let's take a look at the Pisces ingress chart and call it a night. Uh, The sun enters Pisces at 11.42 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, a little bit ahead of noon. The same is true, by the way, a little bit ahead of noon is the full moon on the 16th, in case I did not mention that. Okay, so the sun enters Pisces at 11.43 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday. All times in this podcast are Eastern Time. And it it is um, still carrying the momentum of the full moon. It's almost as if we have two full moons: one that takes place in in uh, with the with the moon in Leo, and then one that takes place with the moon in Virgo. Of course, the aspect does not repeat, but when the moon is at full phase, it is split between 
two signs. So part of the full phase takes place with the sun in Aquarius, and part of the full phase takes place with the sun in Pisces. By the way, it is worth mentioning, uh, though I claim to be moving on to talking about Pisces, the very last degree of Aquarius is one of the most stunning and beautiful uh, degrees of the entire zodiac. Uh, this is the this is the the degree around which the entire Sabian symbol concept is is based. It is the uh, the degree of um, each, in in this system. Each of the three hundred and sixty degrees of the zodiac gets a a uh, an, an image and a story and certain keywords. This was initially channeled by Elsie um, Wheeler and. Um, uh, I'll, I'll remember the name of the astrologer soon, uh, in, in around 1920. And it survived all of this time and has become one of the most uh, widely used tools in astrology called the Sabian symbols. And the, the last degree of Aquarius is a degree of spiritual initiation. It is the degree of uh, the, the, the initiated soul emerging into its soul group. This is not typical collectivism. This is uh, a, a description of how Aquarius works at its very best. When Aquarius works at its very best, it is about the differentiation of the individual and the group, and the group therefore really being a, uh, a collection of individual people with individual will who then have to work it out. Okay, so uh, let's... Uh, remembering that the sun enters Pisces a bit before noon on Friday. Let's hold that thought. I'm planning to be back on Friday with a new StarCast, um, including a discussion of, uh, of, of the sun entering Pisces and the continuing discussion of events in Capricorn. In case you haven't gotten the letter, we are running a fundraising drive to make up for uh, the uh, rather expensive project of covering covid upon which I spent very little money, but put a lot of time in, and this did not make some of my subscribers happy. Please check that letter. Uh, it will be in the uh, email that announced this program, and I'll, I'll put it right below the program as well. Also, check for a new horoscope on Thursday, a new article on Thursday, and a new Planet Waves FM on Friday. Thanks for listening. Signing off from a very chilly Kingston, New York at about 6.22 p.m. My name's Eric Francis. Thanks for listening. And bye for now. <laughs>